What if you don't need to live in pain and suffering? What if you could give up your karma and have a life of abundance and joy? What if you could start creating magic and miracles that you never thought were possible? Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is you. Now, here's the host of Creating Abundance with Ease radio show, Dr. Helen Gitlovich. Welcome. I'm Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease. And today our show topic is The Energy of Your Future, Being You, with our amazing guest, Sarah Grandinetti, and everything, even the known and unknown, comes with ease when you're truly being you. Join me with the guest speaker, Sarah Grandinetti, for a conversation about how the tools of access consciousness support people in discovering who they truly are and help them to create a future they desire. Sarah is international speaker and certified facilitator of access consciousness who inspires people to choose more and actualize their dreams. A former owner of Salon Mix, a celebrity hair salon in Los Angeles, Sarah brings a wide range of experience with people and business to all of her creation. Whether presenting to an audience, facilitating classes, or working one-on-one in a deep dive session, Sarah offers a rare combination of humor, warmth, and insight that invites people to feel empowered, release limitations, and truly be themselves. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hi, Helen. I'm great. How are you? Thank you for that warm welcome. (laughs) Of course. I'm so excited to have you on my show. And please, tell us a little bit about you. How did you end up with Access Consciousness? (laughs) Well, um, (laughs) I first had my bars run um, by my brother, Dr. Dane here, um, in uh, the year 2000. And I went to classes for a number of years, and I but still wasn't really like using, using, living the tools. <laughs> um, Cause I, you know, I like to take my time. I like to, to, you know, get it, get it all, um, try to get it right while always judging myself that I'm getting it wrong for an amount of time before I choose. <laughs> well, that used to be my old way. And then um, about 2016, uh, I chose to become a certified facilitator and my life has not been the same since actually. Wow. So what was your life before access? And maybe after. <laughs> Let's start just before. <laughs> sure. Well, before I, I, I had an amount of success by this reality's judgment of, of success. So I owned a business. I had a career that was thriving. I was loving doing hair and bringing possibilities to people with their beauty. Um, I had four beautiful children, a happy marriage. I owned a home. I was doing my thing. But but always when you the thing is before access I loved being a problem solver so whether I was solving um, my friends' problems my family's problems or creating them on my own so that I always had a problem to solve I swam in the problem pool I lived there and I loved them I loved trauma and drama I loved um, 
you know, finding a solution. So if you love that solution energy, you always had to have something to solve. So I, um, I just hung my hat on that. Um, and then after really starting to live in the tools with access, um, I realized that there's this thing called ease. I don't know if you've heard of it, Helen, but there's this thing called ease where you actually can live outside of problems and enjoy your life from the fun <laughs> and the adventure of it. It's wild. <laughs> it is wild because I know exactly what you mean. Up until I found access, I was swimming in those problems as well. <laughs> so what actually, like, I know you've had your bars run from 2000 by amazing Dr. Dane Hare, but what in 2015 actually pushed you to choose more? Oh, that's a great question. Um, there, I, when I, in 2016, basically my financial reality crashed, crashed and all the years leading up to that. So my, my big brother is Dr. Dane here. He's, um, one of the co-creators of Access Consciousness and he had created an amount of success in his world so that when his little sister, not so that, but when his little sister, um, would create a problem that cre- required a financial hero, he would always be that for me. So I would go create problems and if money were involved, I would call my big brother and he would rescue me so that I didn't end up, you know, homeless or something. And, um, in 2016, my financial reality crashed down worse than it ever had. Um, I woke up one morning to an email from my husband where he was just, he had kind of just took his hands off the wheel and said, you know, what? I can't hide this from you anymore. We are in really bad shape. And basically Every credit card had been unpaid. We were um, behind in our mortgage. We were in the total red of, on everything, not a dollar to their name. I didn't even know how I was going to get groceries. So I called my brother, but the thing that was different was this thing called a demand. I realized in going to call him that this has to change. This has to change. I can't keep having my brother bail me out. And there was an energy that came through my body and my entire universe that said, no more, no more. And so I called him. And I said, hey, this is what's going on. I want you to know where I'm at. And I also want you to know that for the first time, I'd rather you not rescue me. And from that place of that demand um, and diving into the tools and knowing my brother had my back and I I could take that funny little distractor implant of fear out of my world, I knew I would be okay because he was there. But I also knew that I was behind the driver's seat and behind the wheel of my life. And it was time to create something totally different. Wow, <clears throat> that's amazing. Demand. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit more because I know you're a certified facilitator and you're being you facilitator as well. Um, because it sounds like that was a moment where you totally shifted your universe by demanding something different in your life. Can you speak more about that energy? I know what pushed you to that, but can you talk about what energy was that? I know it's hard to describe the energies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know your brother is amazing in describing, but <laughs> I think you are as well, especially seeing you at the last SOP that we did together. And by the way, so grateful for your questions and oh. so grateful for your insights. Um, just wanted to acknowledge how amazing you are. Thank you. Yeah. 
we're, we're only in the first segment. You're going to make me cry now? <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's my job. And you can talk to a lot of people. If I didn't make them cry, the interview or the class did not succeed. <laughs> oh. oh, thank you. Um, so, Sarah, yeah, I'd you know, uh, a little bit more of that demand energy. Sure. Um, let me say this to anybody who's listening. I wasn't suicidal. So a lot of times, and, and I say this because a lot of people hear Dane's story and his demand energy, you, it's palpable because because he was willing to take his own life if things didn't change. And you can't, you can't not perceive the demand in that. Like, this changes or I'm out of here is what he says all the time. And so for me, for the longest time prior to this, it was like, I was so good at problems. I was so good at solving them and then recreating them. Like this was my value in life. And, and I was in this reality moderately correct. So, and meaning with problems, with an amount of success, with an amount of achievement. Okay. So I didn't have a, a burning fire desire for anything major to change until this financial thing cracked down and it all opened up because I was willing to receive that I could actually be and choose more. And so when I look at what happened that day, I I still remember I sobbed over that email because I could perceive the pain in my husband's world having tried to hide this from me, wanting to keep me happy. And that's how this reality does. Let's create comfortable distance and in the pursuit of happiness, right? Um, I perceived mm-hmm. that I, I saw where I wasn't actually engaged in my financial reality, um, that I was putting it all on him. And then I picked up the phone to run to my my rescuer. And it was like something in my world said, no, no, it's up to you this time. And at the same time, I've perceived all of the back doors that were there for my life at that time slam shut. Like I literally heard the back doors slam shut. And I was like, all right, well, it can't like literally it almost got to a place where it really can't get worse than this. And, and, and of course, yes, there are horrible things that could have happened and I'm not trying to make light of (laughs) other things, but the low that that was for me also was like the Phoenix rising from the ashes that it, it fueled the high being possible, if that makes sense. So, but, but what I, I guess what I would love, and I've never said this anywhere before, but I used to judge myself that I couldn't create the great life that Dane could create because I didn't have the same demand. So if your listeners are like, are, are tapping into that or have ever had that in their world, really just look at what, what you'd like to create from a place of the potency of you. And it doesn't have to look like anybody else's demand or timeline or struggle or whatever that is love that and you can actually i think i know i'm going to use this reality words feel which is perceive in access terms but you can feel that energy of yes it has to change now i love that because a lot of times a lot of people go through life just going through problem of the problem of the problem and they have no idea that they can choose something different. And you did. It takes a lot of courage, Sarah. I just want to acknowledge that. Thank you so much for being who you are. And with all of that, I know yet you are facilitating a class coming up this weekend on Friday. Uh, Can you say more about that amazing being you adventure because I think it ties 
very well into who you're being. Um, and actually, we are almost ready to go on a break. So instead of doing that, let's talk about that after we come back. And you've been listening to uh, Creating Abundance with Is with myself, Helen Gitlovich, and our guest star, Sarah Grandinetti, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we'll return, we'll continue talking, uh, and we'll talk about your class. So uh, we'll be right back after this break. Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Creating Abundance with Ease Radio Show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease. And today, our show topic is The Energy of Your Future Being You with guest Sarah Grandinetti. And before we went on a break, uh, we started talking about your class, Sarah, being your adventure two and a half days class and how it ties in with that demand in your universe it has to change. Can you speak more about that? Sure. Um, well, what I know is that when we're not being us, we require demand. So it's, it's a demand. We think it's a demand for a different future, but really when you go, okay, you know, this has to change. The thing that starts to break apart are all the lies 
all the inventions, all the definitions, all of the conclusions about who you be and what you can create in the world. So that demand is like um, that sh- that shattering of the outer layer that starts to expose your being. And from there forward, when you start to be more of you, I I, I dare say it. I don't wake up every day going, what's my demand? I wake up every day and say, oh my gosh, how much more fun can I have being me? What adventure awaits me today? <laughs> I don't have to go to that demand place anymore. But But not to say that we don't, have demands that show up once we're being us. I'm not saying that, but we'll start to expose these places where we're still limiting ourselves that require that demand energy. And when you start to really expose the being, the spacious, delicious being that you be without the judgments that you've bought as real and true, then that's that thing we talked about in the beginning where this weird, wild thing called ease (laughs) starts to show up. (laughs) (laughs) And, and when I found out that that, that was possible it got really uncomfortable honestly Helen like when living without problems is like being connected to a ventilator your whole life and someone saying hey you will survive without this problem ventilator I promise and you going okay and that and you you know pull off that mask and you're like all right and you go to take a deep breath in and you realize oh my gosh there's so much more possible without this thing um that I'm so connected or so thought I had to be connected to in order to live Wow. I love that. Um, so you're no longer on the ventilator, a machine <clears throat> pushing air into your lungs. You're actually breathing on your own and you're having ease. So I can see that. And are you saying that the tools of access actually helped you to become more of you? And can you speak more about which tools or kind of like, ex- I wouldn't say explain, but tell more um, people who are listening to us right now as far as what they can use today, this moment, to bring a little bit more of that energy of ease into their lives? Sure, I'd love to. So the the first thing that I love to give anybody who's willing to listen is ask a question. So we're we're taught to always find the answer. In school, you get tested with a bunch of questions on a piece of paper, and you have to go find the right answer, otherwise you're wrong. And so if you were willing to just look at the things that you've bought as real and true and be willing to just question them, even if just for a minute, and go, wow, is that actually true for me? Is that really how I perceive that to be? And one of my favorite questions from the being you class is if I were truly being me here, if I were truly having my reality here, what would I choose or what would I be aware of? And you can bring up something. I just had this situation happen um, through a bunch of friends around this class. And I looked at it and I was like, okay, cool. If I were truly having my reality here, what would be available for me to choose? And something popped. Now, here's the thing. We don't ask questions a lot of the times because we avoid the awareness. So the thing that popped I don't actually have to choose it. I can just now be aware of it by asking a question. So if I were truly having my reality here, we would all go to pizza, okay, after our interview, all right? That would be my choice. 
And so I could look at that and go, oh, pizza sounds delicious. I'd love to have pizza. And if something else pops that someone else is like, oh, I'd rather go here or this is closer to where I live and can you come here and there's no pizza available, it doesn't mean I have to demand that pizza shows up. I just have the awareness that that's what I would choose right now. And so I think what we do is we go, oh, if I ask a question and I get a new awareness, and I don't think this is cognitive, then I, if I look at this thing, like let's say a relationship, and I, and I dig and I realize that this relationship isn't really creating my future, I might have to be against the wall to make a choice. So instead, I'll do what everybody else does and I'll keep my head in the sand until I'm pushed out into the world of having, like forced to make a choice. So if you start to question things, one of my favorite questions is what is, what else is possible here? Um, one I use all the time now because things are changing so fast is who am I today? Because if I don't have to live by anything I was yesterday, anything's available. Um, and, you know, one of our favorites is how does it get better than that when something good happens or something bad happens? If you just start asking, more possibilities will start to flow into your world, regardless of of what you've decided about you. If you're not the most conscious person or you're the person who um, has never done any self-help work ever or, you know, self-empowerment or anything, you can start asking questions and still have possibilities show up. This is not just for the uber super, you know, conscious people. Cause I know I used to keep myself so separate from, from that. Like I'd watch Dane and I'd say, Oh, that's because he's special. I could never do that. And then I started asking questions and everything changed. Wow. Asking questions. I grew up with a notion that you look for the answers not mm -hmm. ask questions. Actually, I grew up in uh, Soviet Russia, communist Russia, where if you ask questions, you actually get punished. So with access, telling or just inviting, I would say inviting to a different possibility by asking more questions, that was such a novelty to me. So I'm very grateful that you're talking about that. And can you also... Um, kind of like say more about the difference between question, actual questions and a lot of people ask a question, but it's not a question. It's more of a conclusion with a question mark attached. Because I know a lot in your classes, and can you speak more about the actual class that you're doing this weekend? Because I know you will be introducing a lot of tools there. Can you talk yes. more about those things? Kind of like trickle a little bit of what to come this weekend for you and everybody who joins you in that adventure. <laughs> adventure it will be. Um, so the the I I love the question that you just asked too, um, because what we do is we we ask the questions that match our points of view a lot of the time. Um, and so one of the things that Dane said a long time ago that opened up space for me as a facilitator as well, because that we're, we're here to ask questions and not give answers to um, in classes. And you'll, you can perceive when someone's facilitating from a point of view. So they'll ask you a question, but they've decided what your answer is going to be. And so it kind of gets like funky in your world because you're not actually put into the wonderment. And so a few years ago, um, uh, at Maestro class in Rome, which is one of the um, highest prereq classes in access, Dane facilitates every year. Um, he talked a lot about childlike wonder. 
And that opened up such a space for me was because when a little kid asks you where babies come from, they really don't know. They just go, where do babies come from? And they're willing to tell you to tell them anything. And so what happens is we come into this world and we're willing to ask any question because everything is a wonderment to us. We don't, we don't have the information yet. And yet we're, we get responses a lot from the adults that I think starts to peel away and fade out our childlike wonder. So whether it's, um, oh, don't ask questions about that or you're too little to wonder about that or, um, answers that actually aren't real and true and you know even as a little being that um babies aren't delivered by a stork <laughs> and so you're like hey wait a minute there's there's something you know not not completely congruent here um so then you stop doing the childlike wonder and you go into right and wrong, aren't wrong and finding the answer and so if you ask a question and you can ask any question like um you know i'm looking out a window right now and i'm looking at my neighbor's house i've never been inside so i wonder what color their their carpet is. I wonder how they have their house decorated. I really don't know. I don't know. I've never seen it. And I just wonder what's possible. And so you can go into that space of true wonder. And that actually is the energy of, the, of an actual question. Um, if I said, well, I know, I know what country they're from. So I can, I wonder if they have this type of decor because it would make sense because they're from this country. I've already concluded that that's what their design is, if that makes sense. So I've added my my conclusion into my question, and then only things that match that and with your point of view can show up from there. Yeah, that that's kind of like what a lot of people do. And my guess, that's why their life ha- hasn't changed so far. So maybe if they start asking different questions, actual question from that space of wonder, maybe something will start changing. Because for me, that actually opened up when I started access consciousness. And I started actually asking for different things to show up. They did, which is amazing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In the wildest Uh ways, right? In the wildest ways. In the wildest way. Totally unpredictable. Totally out of my imagination, perception, anything. And my life has shifted and improved so much that I cannot even imagine my life before access. It's almost like before access and after access. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) if you have the same experience. Oh, Absolutely. I've actually just closed. I thought I was going to be a salon owner and a celebrity hairstylist forever. And I just closed my salon last week. I'm no longer a salon owner. So um, everything has changed. My financial reality, my relationships, my business, um, my joy of living, everything, my my opinions of myself, um, who I get to be in the world, how I walk in the world. Every, every, everything has changed. Yeah, and I know you have uh, a free gift for everybody who is listening right now and maybe listening in the next couple of days. Uh, I know that offer is good till July 31st, correct? Um, that free creation energy pool that you did that they yes. can download? Wonderful. And I'll just spell it at slash energy pool. 
when you're nine. And um, you can download. It's amazing, by the way. I listened to it a little bit last night. And it has such a beautiful energy of that wonder you're talking about, that demand. But what I found with you, that demand is not harsh or pushy. It's more of that gentleness, almost like a light breeze or sunshine. So that's kind of like, to me, you are that invitation instead of like pushing, you have to do that. You're inviting people and enticing them to a different possibility. Correct? Can you speak more to that? Yes, absolutely. Well, when you, when you be you, everything gets easier. So like, end of story. <laughs> and so much more story. So much more story. But you, you get to invite and sprinkle possibilities in the world that, that look different for everybody. It could be, um, an exchange you have at a restaurant. It could be an, uh, a phone call to a friend. It could be a post on Facebook. It could be just your, being touching the earth in a certain way that contributes more and it doesn't have to be by force but it can be by demand but everywhere we've decided that force and demand are the same thing i'm wondering if we can let that go now because your demand is 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 your potency force is you trying to push something through with control thank you that's beautiful and it's time for our second break of the show and you've been listening to Creating Abundance with Ease with myself, Helen Gitlevich, on the Inspired Choices Network. Today we have a guest, Sarah Grandinetti. And when we return, we'll continue to discuss being you in everything and being that invitation to being you. We'll be right back. Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past, and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma, or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, Call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease. And today our show topic is the energy of your future. 
being you with our guest, Sarah Grandinati. And I know we have a question in our chat. Um, and I love that question, Rachel. Um, can you speak, uh, Sarah, can you speak to us about that choice to close the salon? And I guess there was a note that you put up there. <laughs> so can you speak more about that? <laughs> Yes, I would love to. And thank you, Rachel. You're amazing for asking that question. Um, the choice to close the salon was whispers years before, but I just wasn't willing to choose it because I thought in my world, my point of view was that if I chose for me and how many of us have this, that it'll just ruin everybody else's life. <laughs> how superior and important do you have to make yourself to think that your choices will ruin other people's lives? But that's where I was. And um, as I started to create more with access, I just it just kept getting louder and louder. Like it's time, it's time to step away. And um, I'd, I'd owned this salon for 13 years and um, had created quite a a relationship with our community and had done a lot of stuff within like community outreach and stuff. So I knew that it wasn't just like my stylist whose lives were going to change, but also the community and. With COVID coming in, um, we all got to push pause on the reality we were currently creating and, you know, take a beat and look at, look at what we'd like for our future. So in doing so, I said, you know what? Now's the time. Now's the time. And, um, so I did that. We chose to close the salon. And, and on the last day, I started looking at like all the businesses that had closed around this community. And I said, you know what? I don't want anybody to feel like, um, sad, like as if, like this, the the overwhelming sadness in the world of of the distance and the separation. I want them to feel empowered by this choice that I was making, and so I wrote this letter. Are you are you okay with me reading it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It says um, to our Atwater Village friends, thank you for your continued love and support over the last twelve years. We have chosen to close Salon Mix. Salon Mix. The word chosen is highlighted above because it was by choice and not by force. COVID did not win. We did. The pause that quarantine gifted us was time to re time to reflect and ask questions about the future we would like to create and got quickly that we were being led in a different direction. Change isn't always easy, but it can be when you know you're following the energy of what you know is possible, ready and willing to let go of the things that limit you from creating it. What if nothing had to be wrong for us to choose change? Um, from tree lightings to neighborhood potlucks hosted in the salon, we have received so much from this village. Our hope is that you receive the same from us. If you are taking this time to reflect yourself, we'd love to gift you a simple tool. Ask this question. Does this match the energy of the future you would like to create? You don't have to make the current wrong to make a different choice. Your choice creates your future. And there's no better time than now to acknowledge the gift you are to this world and start creating the life that reflects reflects that you are oh sorry reflects that oh sorry reflects that with so much joy and gratitude sarah and, and team so it it was this little sprinkle of a possibility helen into a world of crazy chaos and it um we put it up also on a neighborhood um, online board and the amount of people who reached out that said they'd never even gone into my salon to get a service but that that note changed something for them and they're going to um look at their life from a different place and be willing to leap was phenomenal. It blew my mind how many people received it. And that's really when you're being you and you're willing to offer possibilities to the world that no one else is or no one else is speaking about. You can open doors for people that you may have never met and may never meet. 
Um, but that is what truly starts to change the world. Amazing. And that note actually uh, made me tear up, uh, Sarah, because it's so beautiful. And it's actually so inspiring to people to choose something different for them, to change their lives, especially, as you said, in this insanity of the world we live in with COVID and with social isolation. It's mind-boggling how just a few kind words can inspire people to be who they are and by virtue of that change the world. And so grateful, so grateful for that. And can you speak a little bit about, I know you've been in access for a few years and it's changed your life. Would you speak about where do you see yourself five years from now? Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) Well, I would just love to be continuing to create more consciousness, like really whatever that looks like. Um, With this this walk of being you, I'm getting to acknowledge more and more um, the contribution I can be when I just be that space. And I know that might not sound you know, huge, big, you know, dreamlike, you know, but um, in five years, if you, if I'm somewhere creating the life that I know is possible, um, willing to have anything flow into my life um, that creates more, whether that's, you know, money or big classes or whatever, I'll have that. And the little things from in the five years is really where I go is like yesterday, I had this really beautiful exchange with a, a, a waitress at a restaurant. And I walked away and I knew her whole reality was changed because I'm now more willing to acknowledge the gift that I be when I connect with people. And if I were to tally all of those possibilities, those openings, those acknowledgements up from now until five years from now, I can actually look at how my life contributes to changing the world. So it might not be the most um, gloriously painted answer, but um, that's, that's the joy of living for me really is like more fun, more play, more possibility, meeting more people. I love to travel. I love to um, like create with people from other places that, that have different backgrounds and get to learn, you know, about, about their, their way of living and, and expose different things to myself um, from their awareness. And so there's not really like a solid plan. I did solid plan for so long. Um, <laughs> But uh, I don't, I don't, I can't even really give you that, my friend. I'm like, I, I, as long as in five years, I'm still being me and creating more consciousness. I'm, I'm on for that. I'm on, I'm up for that. That's the ride I'd like to be on. <laughs> That's actually amazing answer. Um, <laughs> and I'm so grateful that you're starting to acknowledge the change you be, that by being who you are, because I kind of known you for a few years, I've been in a few classes with you, and I've seen how much shift has happened over the last few years, where you started to finally acknowledge who you are, mm-hmm. and yeah, because it's it's almost like I remember the first class I went to uh, with you. And I don't remember which one it was. And somebody says, oh, Dane's sister is here. 
And I'm like, who is she? And I couldn't find you. <laughs> it was, it was like you being invisible in some ways. I'm sorry to say that. Yeah. But yeah, no. And now when I'm like in the closet, I'm like, oh, there is Sarah. It's and it's not because I know you, but it's more kind of like you showing up. And. Yeah been such a joy to see that. Thank you. You were going to say something. Well, I just wanted to say you weren't wrong. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so good. I'm so good at hiding, which is funny. Now when people like, you know, meet me online or in person, they're like, how could you have ever hid this? I mean, I was really good at it. Um, when I would go to classes before, I would bring like a baby with me, like an actual baby, not a doll, but like one of my babies. And I would sit in the back because, you know, if a baby, I'd, I want to be able to like, you know, run out if she starts to make noise. So I would do all these like wild, wacky things um, in order to hide. Um, and and the backstory on that is a million things. I mean, you know, I was raised where only one person could have the spotlight. Um, so um, you know, Dane being all this amazing potency and gift in the world, I thought that I was doing, um, <laughs> so funny, I'd laugh now, but like I was doing him in consciousness a favor by, you know, um, not attracting any attention or whatever that was, you know, like I would do, and then also um, so aware of projections of who I might be as as his sister or not wanting to get that wrong. Like what if I showed up and then I was so, so wrong and so judgeable that it would shine uh, not so bright light on him. And these are all just the wild things that, you know, we, we, now when I say them out loud, I'm like, that is so stinking silly, but it was so real then. And now, now, um, yeah, with the being you classes and, and you like actively, actively, actively using the tools, um, there's just no hiding me anymore. And I can either like, I can't, so I can't hide me anymore. So I can either acknowledge the gift that I'd be or almost, um, I'm going to say like become victim to my own potency and I don't know exactly what that means, but like, you know, we turn things around on ourselves all the time. So, but, but hiding is actually no longer even an option because I wouldn't even know how to cover up this big being that is me any longer. <laughs> Love that. Uh, <laughs> seriously. Cause I know that energy of hiding. I've done it all my life. Uh, and surprisingly I couldn't hide. Even when I was hiding, people still found me. Um, so it's so refreshing to see. And I love what you said, that right now you um, either stop hiding and coming out as an amazing being you are, or use that potency against you. Because that's what a lot of people are doing and being those days, they use that potency instead of creating something in their lives or in the world, they kill themselves with that mm -hmm. potency. Mm -hmm. um, love that. And this is our time for our third and final break of the show. And you've been listening to Creating Abundance with Ease with myself, Helen Gitlovich, on the Inspired Choices Network. When we'll return, we'll continue talking to Sarah about being you, about the coming up class, and maybe some more of little gems that Sarah has for us. We'll be right back. 
Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past, and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma, or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Helen Gitlovich. I'm Creating Abundance with Is. And today our show topic is the energy of your future, being you, with our guest, Sarah Grandinetti. And Sarah, um, I know we talked a little bit about hiding and not showing up in the beginning. So are you still hiding your classes? <laughs> I know I'm being facetious. <laughs> No, our classes are wild, wacky, and out there. I don't know that you could ever look at this crew that I get to create with. Um, there, there is no hiding them. So, um, no, nothing's being hidden. Um, we actually name all of our classes. Um, I get to play within all the, like a lot of the teams in Access Consciousness and um, specifically on Dane's team. So we'll be extrapolating things and I'll have my own awarenesses about like what he's creating and then how all of like my classes can contribute and play to play with that. So we've been talking about the future for a while. And um, the last one was the future is calling. Will you pick up? And it's a being you online adventure. And then I was like, okay, well, what, what plays next with, okay, you picked up now what? So this class this weekend is your first date with the future playing with all those energies. If you woke up every day and you were going on your first date with your future, not a, um, a picture and solid um, idea you have of you in the future, but your awareness of an energy that you would like to invite into your life. If you woke up every day, would you, what would you what would you choose? Where would you go? Who would you talk to? Um, how much? How many butterflies would be in your belly if every morning you woke up going on that first date with your future? And so we've been um, extrapolating from that play uh, with this class, and I'm super super excited because I the the number of um, totally insane, fun, amazing people that are coming to this class already <laughs> are incredible. And we can't help but laugh and play and consciousness doesn't have to be serious. Um, and, and there's this really beautiful energy when people start to drop all of the de definitions and limitations and really expose their being with each other. We've seen um, really amazing oneness and, and like having each other's back energy um, show up in these classes. So we actually even created something for people to 
continue on together and do a monthly being you class and play it's called play create contribute so after you've taken a being you uh class with me you can go into this um, paid monthly group where you continue to um, play and contribute and create with um the people who you've done classes with and um that has just been so juicy because who doesn't like to go go where they be received um, I know like uh, if growing up, there was a, a TV show called Cheers and the line in is, it, is um, you want to go where everybody knows your name. Um, and that's really uh, being being seen, being received as you, you know, warts and all and being able to really just drop any pretense and show up for the creation of your life and the contribution you can be to others. And that to date is one of my favorite creations that we have on the on the books, or I guess you would say, on the menu. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Date with your future. Wow. And even like when you were talking about it, I imagined it. It was so luscious, so sensual. Uh, almost, well, not almost. It is orgasmic. <laughs> And I love what you said about mm. people that joining it. <laughs> so... <laughs> I wonder who else will be joining you this weekend and um, where they can find you uh, to kind of like find out more about the class. Is it, is it easier on the website or where would it be easier for them to contact you or your team? So you can go to saragrandinetti.com and so it's Sarah with an H and G-R-A-N as in Nancy D-I-N etti.com and it's listed there uh otherwise there's facebook events up um your first date with the future being you online adventure or you can email us at being you team at gmail.com and um, we'll give you any information you need and um in august we have a one day class so if it's not a if it's not a um two and a half day class you're looking for right now and you want to dive in um a little bit slower which is totally fine and um, we have a one day in um in august as well any name to that anything orgasmic as well uh yes um the name is choice the the creation of your life choice is the creation of your life so once you start dating your future now what choices are available to you um that weren't weren't available before because you're now looking from a different place so Um, like I told someone last night, um, you start to be you, but you can be you on your couch and watch Netflix all day and chill if you'd like, or because some people give up doing for being and being for doing. So there's, there's this really beautiful um, energy when you start to get that there is action and doing. And if you're doing that and choosing from being, then life starts to explode. Wow. Can you speak a little bit more about choice? Because people get scared and a lot of them, I know, including me years ago, and I'm talking about like 20 years ago, I was saying, I don't have a choice. I'm stuck. Can you speak more about that? Even no choice is still a choice. <laughs> no choice is still a choice. And one of the things that I find that just kind of a different angle for this question is, um, Choice, uh, the, a lot of people avoid choice because they're unwilling to change their mind and make a new choice. So they get, they get trapped in choices that they've already made. And if you don't make any choice significant, 
you, the universe allows you turns is basically one of the things I'd like to say. So if you're on your way somewhere, if you've made your way, the only way to get there and you pass your exit, I mean, literally, if you're driving in your car and you're driving down your car and you go, oh, there's the exit I required. Do you continue on that road knowing that the thing that you, or the place you were going is five exits back to prove that you made the right choice by being on this freeway? And just drive into, you know, hours and hours of driving. Or do you go, oh, this isn't working. This isn't the way I wanted to go. Okay, cool. Don't make it significant. Pull off at the next exit. Turn around. Go back to where you desired to be. Um, you know, and I, I made a, this analogy yesterday on a Zoom. I was like, do you, if you turn, made a wrong turn and you go down to a dead end, do you sit there and cry and assume that you're going to die in your car because there, you have no food and water because you hit a dead end? Or do you just put the car in reverse back up and turn around and go head back the way you came. You know, it's, it's, it's the fact that we make choices so significant and then have to bind ourselves to them to create our future. If we stop doing that, then you could, ha you could have your awareness show up with a choice that you judge is right or judge is wrong. You're just gathering information on the adventure of living and be willing to change your mind. Yeah, I love that. It's exactly right. It's about that significance that importance that we put on our decisions. And a lot of times people do misidentify decisions as choices. So love that. And our show is kind of coming to the end. We have only a couple of minutes left. I just want to remind uh, listeners that we have a gift from Sarah, which is a free creation energy pool. And you can do that only until... July 31st, which is the first day of the Being You class and Being You adventure. And as Sarah said, if timing is not good for you now, you can choose in August. And if that's not good for you, uh, I'm actually also Being You facilitator. So is Rachel Silver, and we have quite a few Being You facilitators. Uh, Rachel and I co-facilitating a BNU class in September. And if you choose more of Access Consciousness, you, and by the way, thank you so much, Sarah, for being here. I just wanted to say very grateful. Thank you and for having me. Thank you. And we have upcoming foundation this weekend as well. Uh, if you choose either foundation or BNU class, and next week, there would be another podcast with me, Are You Willing to Be Wrong? We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to Creating Abundance with Ease radio show. Dr. Helen Gitlovich will return next Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have fun using the tools of the week in your life and start creating magic in your life and your